I just don't think that Oklahoma is going to be the team that hits 80 bajillion home runs. They may hit 50 bajillion, but I don't think they're going to be the big, bad Oklahoma Sooners that they've been. I really hope uh, Jen Schroeder doesn't find find out what I've been doing for the past three months and charge (laughs) me for every single time I play that. I'll be broke. (laughs) Need a loan if that's the case. I I think she shares representation with a lot of the OU softball players, actually. So, you know. Yeah, I could be in trouble is what you're saying. I'm just saying. (laughs) (laughs) I could be in trouble. I'm just saying. Uh, OU and Hofstra, I guess, streaming on ESPN+. God, it's 17-2 Clemson's up in the fifth inning. Can we just turn it over to the number one team, but please? It, w- it was just 17-1. to 1. Oh, my gosh. Hey. Don't you do it. Hey. North Carolina Greensboro, don't <laughs> the, don't, the, uh, uh, don't not get run-rolled here. Hey, the, uh, the rally caps have come out, and uh, Clemson looking sloppy, missing that throw to first, giving up the runs. This is how it starts. OU's already in the back of their minds is what you're saying. Something about, something about Hofstra. Getting their bats confiscated? Four bats confiscated? Yeah, Sugar Shane in Newcastle says umpires just confiscated four Hofstra bats. So, which I'm sure Mike White's going to be like, see? <laughs> Patty Gasso goes to any any measure to make sure her team has the best advantage. <laughs> Poor old Hofstra confiscating four of their bats. Poor little Hofstra. Jeez. Yeah, I can't wait for someone to blow that one way out of proportion. It's going to be great. See, I told you OU's cheating. Unfair advantage yep, here. told you. First, they get to play in Oklahoma City. Now this, you don't even get to use your own bats when you play OU. It was Patty Gasso that confiscated him. It wasn't even the umps. She just walked right in, started taking <laughs> stuff. Well, I, to, what would what would you do if that if that happened to you and your team? Just be like, okay, she's yes, the goat. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, I couldn't agree more that we shouldn't be using these. Captain Willard says, "Run rule this thing already." Everyone said, "Amen" on that one. Uh, Sarks Vodka says, "Heard Grill Boy overcooks his ribs." First of all, I'm probably one of the few people that doesn't because, you know, Kansas City Barbecue Society judge here, uh, the proper rib, you're able to take a bite out of it, and that bite comes away cleanly. All you people that are just fall off the bone, fall off the bone, those ribs are overcooked. So, if anything, a lot of casuals would think that I undercooked them, but no, they're perfectly cooked. So, OU beats Hofstra today. If that happens, they'll play Mizzou or Cal tomorrow. And uh, are, are we good? Run rule for uh, Clemson and North Carolina Run Greensboro? Run rule it is. Okay, sweet. We're about to get to watch some OU softball. There goes the rally. Play ah. the winner of uh, Mizzou and Cal tomorrow. And for the first time in my life, I am rooting for Mizzou because I think I'm getting to go to the game on Sunday, and I would love nothing more than to see <laughs> OU run rule Mizzou in front of my own eyes. Please yeah. let this happen. Yeah, you're not you're not rooting for Mizzou, really. You're uh, you're rooting for yourself to yes, uh, have a correct. seat at the Yes, uh, correct. I'm not getting soft on Missouri by any stretch of the no. imagination. I'm just being greedy with what I hope happens today. Yeah, it's yeah, that's that's going to be tough. And they're not even one of the better SEC teams. Like, no, they got beat by Alabama in the SEC tournament last week, right? Yeah, um, like, and Alabama got massively overseeded at five. They just haven't looked like an elite team at all this year. It's one of the for, – forget in softball or forget this year. It's one of the stranger, um, you know, I guess uh, assignments or, you know, uh, rankings that we've seen, that I've seen ever, that Bama got the five seed in this year's NCAA tournament. It is really strange, and I – 
I don't take Montana Fouts' injury into play there. I think it is a resume. We don't do that in any other sport. I think you have your resume. And then who who knows how bad her injury is? You know, coach says it's day-to-day. You know, we'll see. I think that's just a bit of gamesmanship. But five was insane. Like, that, that had everybody worked up. But I think they got number one right. The committee got number one right. They did. I'm getting hammered right now on the text line. I just said, guys, I'm not going soft on Missouri. I am only hoping they win so OU can destroy their soul on Sunday in front of my eyes. That is just what's most entertaining for me. If Tyler you is rooting come for after himself. Me, He's not rooting for Missouri. He's if you want to come himself. after me for anything, don't come after me for being soft on Missouri. Come after me for being selfish. This may be a selfish take, and I will admit that. That's just what I want to see on Sunday is OU win. Tw- like they beat A&M 20 to nothing last year and how awesome that was. Yep. Let's beat Missouri 20 to nothing on, on Sunday. That's, um, would you, would I'll you, leave a fulfilled man if that happens. Would you chant SEC from the stands as we do it, <laughs> ironically? Uh, depends on pregame You've got a history activities. of that. Depends <laughs> on pregame activities. Given your history? Yeah. Uh, you're not allowed to be soft on our new rival, Tyler Sarks Vodka. Tyler, you need to go wash your mouth out and sit by the trash can and think about what you just said, SMH. <laughs> I'm just disappointing everyone. It it uh, he was visibly uncomfortable when he said it. I'm, yeah, I didn't feel good about I'm it. I'm in studio today, so I can see Tyler on the weird. other side of the glass. He was visibly uncomfortable when he said it. I can confirm. Who is uh, is it? May Day today? Is that Nicole May yep. in the uh, circle starting for OU? Okay. Yep. Well, uh, we'll keep you updated as the uh, game goes on. OU and Hofstra on ESPNU. I am not on board with the new Mizzou rivalry. I am not. Gosh, look what I've done. Look what getting selfish. Look what happens when you're selfish, man. Yep. The entire text line turns against you. Getting Go greedy. You're there, man. Getting greedy. Uh, on three top 100 players. I don't know if you saw that list yesterday. OU has zero in the top 100. Zero top 100 players in the sport. I think Texas had, what, four, five? including the highest-ranked player in the conference, Xavier Worthy at 21. Xavier Worthy at 21, Kelvin Banks at 51, Quinn Ewers at 75, and A.D. Mitchell at 96. First of all, I would put Kelvin Banks higher. I think he's quite good. Um, And I would – I'm not sure Quinn Ewers would make my on-three top 500 players. So he belongs nowhere near 75. I mean, are you – when you put a player in the top – 75, you you would have to think that he probably had a good year, right? You know, probably, or if he didn't have a good year, you know, maybe he's a true freshman coming in or with no experience or whatever. He's going into his third year of college football, and I don't want to hear people say, well, he didn't see the field at Ohio State. He still went there. Like, this, this, it was his choice. He was still in college football. Yeah. He was on that roster. It's not everybody else's fault that he couldn't crack, you know, third string. So then he goes to Texas. He's handed the job over Hudson Card and doesn't, I mean, just completely falls on his face, specifically against OSU. And then now it's, well, he's de- he's got the talent. He's definitely up there. I'm surprised Arch wasn't, you know, number 80. Arch was, I think, come, came in at number four on this list. Hasn't taken a snap yet, but he was still at number four, just behind four, Caleb Williams. Four feels low. Four yeah, feels no, low, I mean, yeah. look, it, it's all hype at this point with Quinn Ewers. I mean, we've talked about that at nauseum so far this offseason. Um, I don't understand where it comes from. And I'm not saying that Dylan Gabriel was fantastic last year. I don't think anyone would necessarily argue and say that Dylan Gabriel was elite. But was Dylan Gabriel better considering the situation than uh, Quinn Ewers was last year? There's an argument to be made about that, and statistically, the answer to that is is yes. He missed two games and still statistically was 
was one of the best quarterbacks in the conference. He was, I think, second in QBR, and he just like he should have thrown a pick to Woody Washington to open the Red River game, like, and that haunts me still because I think that game goes a little bit differently. I don't think we go out and win it, but we score on that drive, and Woody dropped a Quinn Ewers uh, interception right there. But man, it's it's got to be hype. I get it. Like, but the, it, we're just used to it with Texas, and now Texas got a quarterback that had his own hype coming with him. And when you have quarterback hype and Texas hype in the same batch, oh, man, it's yeah. it's off the rails. How is Bothroyd or McCullough not on that list? Yeah, I mean, just you talk about someone that – or both – who have accomplished something. McCullough, especially. Freshman McCullough, American. yeah. Mm. Like, you can get the hype there. Bothroyd, a lot more under the radar being at Wake, but a productive career. Yeah, I would think for the hype that McCullough's been getting this offseason that he would have been on the top 100 list, but none of OU's transfers were. It, it was – and I'm not saying that OU's littered with top 100 players in college football in this year's right. team. Like, I, I don't believe that to be the case today. Like We might get to a point in October and November where we say, all right, a lot of these guys have gotten a lot better. This team's a lot better. You know, they've got four or five top 100 players. I'm not saying they're literally they, – they at least have one, though. OU at least has one top – if Texas has four and if Quinn Ewers is really number 75, if that's any sort of accurate, though I don't believe that it is, but if Quinn Ewers is 75, OU's got a top 100 player on their team. Somewhere. I mean, I, I would be interested to find out, Tyler – how many I mean we know that the Samacola was a freshman All-American last year how many freshman All-American didn't make the list like he did that would be my question I mean yeah he may be maybe might be the only one you know what I mean like so hey you know what doesn't matter yeah it's 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 I mean the the narrative is what it is on OU and do they deserve that after last year sure but I I don't I, I almost feel like uh Brent Venables and the staff, they're, they're okay with the way that they are. It's its a lot different than the motivation from Patty Gasso because what's Patty Gasso's motivation? Oh, we didn't have a top three player nationally. Go get him, guys. Go right, yeah, exactly. sick, sick him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We only had three upset, in the top ten? You know? What's so, going on So here? it's a little bit different, but like even Patty Gasso will find a way to use – you know, you got to maybe a little bit disrespected here. Go prove yourself. Like, Britt Venables has many examples this offseason to his team of, hey, a little bit disrespected this offseason. Go prove it. Right. And, and you know, Miguel Chavis was early on in the spring saying, you want to go to the playoff or you want to go to the Cheez-It Bowl? I mean, they're not running away from, you know, what their results were last year. They are definitely embracing that and making sure those players are reminded of it daily of uh, how short they fell last year. So this is just another quiver. Ken Nipplemeyer, Chevrolet text line, John from Bartlesville. Loving this disrespect. Three exclamation marks. Yep. Uh, Jim in Arlington, Arch is having a microchip installed because he can't keep track of his ID. Lost it twice in like the first week. Todd Bates is nemesis, which, you know, this is going to be fun. He dominated OU. Quinn looked good against OU. Yeah, Todd Bates nemesis. Yes, Quinn Ewers did look good against OU. You know who else looked good against OU? Every other quarterback that they faced last year. Right. So that's not unfortunately, Weird. unfortunately, that is not the uh, line of success. What you did against OU last year as a quarterback, yeah. pretty much everyone. If had that's it. the case, then just go ahead and put every quarterback in the Big Twelve in the top seventy-five. Didn't play well against Oklahoma State though, and I could point to a couple other games where where he did in a year yeah. ago. Hey, and Quinn Ewers is allowed to have a great year this year. Yeah. I mean, Sark has. You know, he has a. I don't think that it's some um, crazy history with elite quarterbacks, but 
He's shown previously that he can bring some, you know, have some good offenses. He did that a few years ago at Alabama, though the talent on that offense was ridiculous. Quinn Ewers is allowed to have a breakout year, a great year in college football. I just don't think it's going to happen. Well, and here's the thing. We we can't say out of one side of our mouth that, oh, well, you know, OU, they're getting the proper motivation, blah, blah, blah. We're going to have a good team despite not having any top 100 players because we're going to get better and then say on the other side that, you know, Quinn's just going to get worse. And Quinn's, I mean, we're obviously just having beef with how overrated he currently is, but yeah, he may go on to have a great year. We just haven't seen evidence. Sure. And that's what our concern is. Well, I mean, you even said it yourself is Kelvin Banks, okay, maybe I would have a little bit higher. I, I, it's not so much for me. I, I, I guess I feel about Quinn Ewers like I do the entire Texas team that it's way overhyped this offseason. But I can recognize some individual players on their roster that I think are pretty good and are going to have a really good career. Kelvin Banks being one of them. Yeah. I don't think that they'll be as good at running back next year, but I still think that they'll be okay. Wide receiver, they got a chance to be really good. It's just I can't I can't get there with Quinn Ewers. And right. I'm excited to see what their defense looks like post-Gary Patterson. Because yeah. they say, well, he's just an analyst. He did this, that, and the other. I mean – they improved dramatically, and now he's gone. Like so, if you just look at common denominators, like it'll be interesting to watch. But sure. Jatavion Sanders, that guy's yeah, a, he's really good. He, he went dude. in the top one hundred, and I I think that's a snub. He's absolutely he could have gone to the NFL. Player. I mean, as as OU's doing with second doing. and third with nobody out in the bottom of the first, <laughs> they're cooking. Jada with the single, Tra with the double. So yeah. Yep. Postseason engage for OU softball. Engage. Quinn Ewers is a lot like Texas for me. I got to see it to believe it. I'll hear all the hype. I'll hear all the off-season rumblings. I, I can't. I can't buy it with Texas or Quinn Ewers until I see it. And those two things are intertwined on officially being, you know, elite. Right. Right. Both of those things have to happen. But I. But to your point, I think it's important that people understand we're not just saying every Texas player sucks and. Every no player should be in the top 100. No, we're we're willing to admit that they have good players. We just don't think Quinn's one of them. 405. The argument is for Tyler Guyton or Billy Bowman or maybe Woody Washington or Danny Stutzman. DG is not a top 100 player, no matter how you slice it. Are yeah? Are, are there players that I would put in front of DG in the top 100? Sure. Yes. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And that was my argument. But my if, argument would be, if he if he's not top 100, no matter how you slice it. Then how the heck is Quinn Ewers? Yeah. Doc, checking in, leaving a NASA conference, repping the Ref Army in Corvallis today. Thank you. Appreciate it, Doc. Thank you. Appreciate that. Uh, Does a playoff game have a theme-decorated hotel room for a player, though? I think not. Michael Turk did, in fact, wake up feeling the cheesiest on the day of the OU Florida State game. Cannot confirm. Sarks Vodka, I'm really interested to see how personal DG took the Red River rivalry. What do y'all think? Him and the team, should Texas be pretty scared of the boys flying around the field with their leader playing on both sides of the ball? Dylan Gabriel going to play uh, both sides? Is that, is that what they're saying? <laughs> is that what Sark's Vodka's saying? <laughs> um, There's really, like, we talk about OU, like, we don't, we don't worry about OU coming out flat for any of these games. Like, if you can't get motivated here, like, there's no excuse. There's no excuse for OU not playing well in that game next year. There's, I there's mean, zero, man. You cannot lay two stinkers in a row. Well, and again, they they reminded – I brought up that they were reminded me of the Cheez-It Bowl last year. They can't get online. They probably can't look at their DMs without being reminded of just 49-0, 49-0, 49-0, and that cloud hanging over their head. 
Brandon from the 405 says, looks like Bryant Wesco is visiting Muleshoe. Is OU trending downwards for uh, for him? I don't think so, man. No, he's not. He's been at OU a ton already, uh, and it sounds like he's – it sounds like the family is telling him, okay, you like OU, you're up there a lot, that's awesome. Go take some other visits to make sure. Go And, and go – Go see these other places. He's never been out to USC before. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. <clears throat> go out and OV these places, do this, that, and the other. Like, enjoy the process a little bit, I believe. And it's important for people to remember. He didn't announce that OU was getting an official this summer. But after this summer, you can take as many officials as you want out there. So he can still official to OU in the fall. And I fully expect him to. But don't get – we're going to have to probably train ourselves a little bit to stop thinking of, hey, these people only get five OVs. Like, we have to stop thinking that because going forward, that simply won't be the case. But it's been that way for so long, it's going to take some getting used to. Yeah. Uh, OU currently, it's tied at zero, but they got runners at second and third with Haley Lee up at the plate, one out. Uh, this OU softball update is brought to you by Orthostat in Norman. Injuries aren't convenient, but Orthostat is. Same day orthopedic care. No appointment needed. Call Orthostat at 405-515-5575 or visit ouchorthostat.com to learn more. Haley Lee, uh, safe, beats out an infield single. So OU's up one nothing right now with the runners on the corners and one out. That was a uh, – Hustle, hustle, hustle. Look that at was that. very well done because you update, you know, you read, you. you read the Orthostat, and then – as you're finishing it up, she is stepping on first base, safe with the RBI single. It's meant to be. God, you are cooking, it's man. meant to be. Cooking. Yeah, meant to be. 405-651-3439, Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. More to come next right here on The Ref. We are the Homeless Sooner fans. From Norman to Lawton to Weatherford to Oklahoma City to Tulsa and beyond, the Ref Radio Sports Network has the Sooner State covered. And when you're away, never miss a second with the KREF app. At Landers Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Norman, we're feeling good. How good? The hottest selection in town good. Plus, during the Memorial Day sales event, get incredible deals like $14,000 off the 2022 Jeep Grand Cherokee 4XE and $10,000 off the 2022 Ram 2500 Laramie. So feel good and shop Landers Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Norman and LandersCDJRNorman.com. Let's finance through Stellantis. WAC, see dealer for details. Sooner Nation, it's the weekend you have all been waiting for. The Oklahoma Sooners versus the Oklahoma State Cowboys in a Bedlam baseball series you don't want to miss at Eldell Mitchell Park this Thursday, May 18th through Saturday, May 20th. Promotions include an OU baseball beer bat giveaway on Thursday, post-game fireworks on Friday, Senior Day on Saturday, and much more. To purchase tickets, visit Soonersports.com tickets. We interrupt this call to bring you a special message. <clears throat> the Big New Yorker is back. Say hello to six extra large slices, big enough to hold more cheese on a crispy, fluffy crust that you've got to fold just to eat. I mean, you don't have to fold it, just a suggestion. Pizza is the preferred pizza of the Oklahoma Sooners. Order online now at PizzaHut.com. And remember, no one out pizzas the hut. The Showplace Theater is back at Riverwind and with some of the best acts around. Like Earth, Wind & Fire, June 23rd. Collective Soul, July 21st. 
Josh Turner, July 28th. Dwight Yoakam, August 19th. REO Speedwagon, September 8th. And Chicago, September 15th. It's easy to see why Riverwind is the best casino experience. Hey, wouldn't it be great if life came with a remote control? You know, you could hit pause when you needed to, or hit rewind. Like that time you knocked down that wasp's nest. Uh-oh. Well, life doesn't always give you time to change the outcome. But pre-diabetes does. With early diagnosis and a few healthy changes, you can stop pre-diabetes before it leads to type 2 diabetes. To learn your risk, take the one-minute test today at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. We are the Carlstone, a 55-plus active living community in Norman, Oklahoma. Make new friends or reconnect with old ones. Start a brand new hobby or rediscover the things you've always loved. At the Carlstone, our professional and caring staff members have over 80 years of combined experience, and we strive to keep our members healthy and happy. Call or visit us online today and start living your best life at the Carlstone. This is Mark Van Hoos, owner of Van Hoos Fence. Van Hoos Fence has years of experience and proven superior performance, kind of like a certain head ball coach. We know Van Hoos Fence offers the best value and service for your residential, commercial, or sports fencing needs. Whether it's a new install or repair work, let Mark and his team at Van Hoos Fence be your trusted resource. Call us today at 405-735-1167. Save yourself from Googling it up. Go to vhfence.com. They will work with you in a great way. Hey guys, TJ Perry here, and you can catch me all summer long in my Speedo at Westwood. Summer's almost here, and the Westwood Family Aquatic Center is the ultimate staycation with the perfect mix of entertainment and relaxation. Westwood features fast water slides, a lazy river, and diving boards. My kid loves the high dive. They also offer swim lessons and activities and have special events. Guaranteed the whole family will have a blast. The fun lasts all summer long, so you better get your season pass because it gets you in and gets you discounts while supplies last. Go to westwoodpool.com now for more information. Central Oklahoma Butte GMC Dealers bringing you this hour of the rush as OU softball leads it. one nothing in the top of the second inning. Two outs already for Nicole May in the circle. Um, yeah, it's a nice start so far. Had runners on second and third with nobody out. Just got one run across, and I, I can't remember if anyone said this on the text line or not. It was an issue during Bedlam. Um, it was an issue maybe a few games before that. But it's one of those where, like, you're really trying hard to find a flaw with this team is hitting with runners in scoring position, hitting with two outs. I mean, that that is one thing that could be better, but is it, like, a massive flaw for this team? I don't know if I'd go that far. Well, I believe, and I'm going to butcher this stat, so bear with me, but <clears throat> I think if you just took our, our runs that were scored with two outs, I think we still – I think we still end up nearly with the same record yeah. almost. So, with that – yeah, it, but it's because you don't give up any runs ever. It, yeah, exactly. So, but here's what I'll say about that. It's very similar to Jaden Gibson. You know, Jaden Gibson, the spring game especially, dropped a lot of wide open passes. Well, you have to get wide open to drop wide open passes, right? He's getting separation. That's the good sign. You know how you leave a lot of runners in scoring position? You have to get a lot of runners in scoring position. Like, that's the thing. Like, you got other teams that can't get on base, 
And it's like, well, they don't have to deal with that problem of leaning run- leaving runners in scoring position because they can't even get them there. That's- yeah, I guess if you're going to have a problem, it's not necessarily the worst problem to have. Right. Especially like, when you have someone that's uh, going to dominate in the circle for you on a like, game-in, game-out basis. It's like the movie Blow when they can't find any more places to put their stacks of cash. Like, that's, that, that's the same problem that OU softball has. one nothing OU heading into the bottom of the second inning. Nicole May uh, looking pretty flawless so far throughout the first two innings. They're playing in Norman. They are delayed in Stillwater. So, I need to pull up Their the radar. Their game is or just they are delayed in Stillwater? Well. Is that just a standing They've been phrase? delayed in like 11 of the past 13 games. That's, that's for sure. I, I can't trust them to win that regional. I think I'm going to pick which. Well, I already did pick Wichita State. I just need a sign that says they are delayed in Stillwater. <laughs> yeah. <right? laughs> uh, okay, let's see. Text line, I wouldn't be surprised if Bryant Wesco takes an official visit in July at the party in the Palace. What do you yeah, think? Yeah, sure, because July is and, – and that's – that's uh, some smart text in there from the 405 because that's when that rule change happens is in July he can start taking more OVs. And you'll see that with a lot of people. Jesse G says, the USC AD resigned? That is correct, yes. The USC Mike Bone AD resigned today, and he issued basically being more present, spending time with his family, and some health issues. Yeah. Effective immediately. Effective immediately, which is – and as we said before – an AD job at a place like USC, it's not really – you don't really see ADs resign effective immediately before. Mm-hmm. He did He did cite some health reasons, so hopefully, hopefully everything's okay there. But if that's not the real reason, then it gets kind of mysterious. Well, it's they're very saying, mysterious. They're saying, uh, you know, the hammer's finally going to come down on Lincoln tampering for Jordan Addison and uh, Bear Alexander. Maybe so. Which, uh, you know. The AD takes the fall and not yeah. uh, the coaching staff. He, he knows the hammer's coming, so he's getting out of there. Text line, I know Danny played last year, but how much impact could he have? He played every snap, and our offense couldn't last more than a minute on the field. Yeah, I mean, the defense wasn't put in the in the greatest spot last year, for sure. Um, I mean, it was. I'm not trying to excuse what happened. It was 49 nothing a year ago. It, sh- it shouldn't have been 49 nothing. Right. Like they should have at least scored that game, and I thought they were going to. And then they went away they from third it. third and short, uh, and they go away. Okay, I'm not even going to talk about it. Yeah, but come on. Yeah. Why are, we, why are we spending? I don't know. Why are we spending a, a Friday in May talking, uh, talking about that game? 405. One more. you got to own the 49 nothing, <laughs> which we have. It sucks, but I promise you Texas isn't scared after last year. It is what it is until we go shut that narrative up. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree. I think – I don't think it does you any good as a team, like from a coaching staff and, and team perspective, to try and forget it. Really, it's you want to be offended by it. You want just like our record, six and seven hurts me more than forty nine zero does. I mean, because forty nine zero, I can say, hey, look, Dan, or uh, Dylan was out, and you know, like it's just Billy was out, and it's just like it just you know, there there is obviously an asterisk by that for us, at least from a conversation standpoint. Six and seven, no, like that's what. Is like, do not forget how bad that felt. 99 days until the start of college football. Mm. How does that look to you? Does it look like, oh, 99 days, that's going to go by quickly. Like, college football is going to be here before you know it. Or do you look at 99 days and say, oh, my God, that's going to feel like an eternity before we actually see football being played? Yeah, it's, you know, you kind of break it down, right? It's like, okay, you got spring. Oh, and you've got uh, Grace Lyons just hit a bomb, so, yeah. Fall camp. Uh, you've got like so so there are like football related things that come but I feel like football season goes by in like a week 
So maybe there are days I wake up and it feels forever away. Probably when we start covering these recruitments that have all these twists and turns and this, that, and the other, it makes the days feel a lot longer. But 99 days, man, it's right around the corner, man. Yeah. Danny Okoye, what time, says the 405. Also, thank you, KREF Army. Our girl won gold in Special Olympics. John Kennedy, I'm almost positive that's you. Congratulations to you and your family. That's awesome. Congrat- that, that is so cool. One gold in Special Olympics. That is awesome. Uh, enjoy that moment. I know that you did, but that's a very special time for your family. So thank you, John, for being a re- member of the Ref Army and just, just so proud and, and happy for her. Also, Danny Okoye, wanting to know what time. Yeah, Maybe no, the- that, that is awesome, and I'm, I'm glad they included a picture. That's, yeah, that's, that, that's, that's really, sweet. really cool. Um, Danny just texted me, uh, said uh, he's just finishing up uh, the visit, and uh, then he'll head this way. Okay, there so, you go. Yep. So we are we, – I'll put it this way. We thought that he was going to be leaving about 345 from his visit. The good news is it took longer. Longer visits – Always good news. I would say so. So, good news. Uh, he will be joining us uh, maybe by the end of the hour. We'll see when he gets here. We'll keep you guys posted. Sad news today is Jim Brown passes away yeah. at the uh, age of 87 years old. That's tough. One of the best to ever do it. Oh, absolutely. Some might say the best to ever do it, honestly. There are some. There are definitely some that hold that opinion. And just kind of, you know, everything that he stood for and everything that he did, even off the field, he is um, – He's one of the greatest to, to ever do it in the NFL. That's that's for sure. Hey, by the way, um, we do have <laughs> – we had it in the uh, Big 12 basketball tournament. Yep. We have it again in the Big 12 baseball tournament. The Big 12 the Eats. Yep. Yeah. We got the Big 12 nice. Eats. Each team has a, a specific item. So TCU has a Berry Street Burger. It looks like it has like cranberries or something on a burger with bacon on it. I don't, I don't know about that. The Sikkim Bear Sandwich, which is a little uh, barbecue sandwich with some fries. Uh, OU's, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to find exactly where OU's was. OU's was a burger as well. Um, Mountaineer, uh, the West Virginia had a Mountaineer pepperoni dog. Do you, maybe they just love the pepperoni rolls and everything. Do you think West Virginia fans are, hey, we could do more things out here than just throw pepperonis <laughs> on everything. Do you guys know that? Because every Big 12 food like, item has on, something pepperoni-related. Come on, guys. We're, we're, OU has the Sooner Onion Burger. So a classic onion burger with some fries. Right. Yeah. I Not think, bad. I think that fits. I think that fits. Yeah, for sure. This is honestly one of my favorite things about the new Big 12 yeah. is the food stuff. I mean, obviously, I might be biased given my background. But it's uh, that's fun stuff. I wish – like, it would be cool if they did this, Tyler, in the future, but – like they had local restaurants kind of compete, like Norman restaurants compete uh, to be, be like, awesome. hey, this is what we want to do. What would make it from Norman? I want to ask the te- te- the text line this as well, the Knippelmeyer text line. What food items specifically, if you're going to a sporting event, you would make on a Big 12 tournament menu, a Big 12 championship menu? Would it be? I think the burgers at Sugars should go out there to the uh, Big 12 tournament. <laughs> <laughs> Revive Sugars and send them out there. Yep. That's yep. what I would want. That'd be a heck of a uh, – the, the, the Big 12 is what brought back Sugars. <laughs> Golly. We wouldn't even want to go to the SEC at that Seriously. point. Big 12 would be, be awesome. But, yeah, I think – you know, there's obviously there, there's lots of restaurant discussions around here, but I think the Mont. I don't think you can do swirls at the. Well, uh, not with that attitude. Well, that's true. That's true. I need to I need to open up my mind a little bit more, but I think that would be cool down the road if they want to continue doing this food thing. Yeah. Like to actually open it up to the community a little bit. Wabash tacos for Kansas State. Uh, let's see. You've got the rock chalk brisket cheesy corn for KU. Hmm. What? 
Mm, all right. Uh, Raider red cheese sticks. Uh, Texas Tech, you got fried cheese? Really? <laughs> oh, that stinks. <laughs> and you got the hook'em sandwich, which it looks like glazed donuts on top of a uh, on top of a fried chicken with uh, maybe some coleslaw on top is what it looks like. Interesting. Hmm. What was Iowa State's? Uh, I ha- well, yeah, good one. Well, they don't have a baseball team, so yeah, you got me there for a second. Cowboy <laughs> cheese fries. I was like, wait, uh, uh, they don't have a baseball team. Nice try. Yep, yep. Cowboy cheese fries. Looks like they have. Oh, go figure. OSU's doing cheese fries at this thing. Jeez. Looks like they got cheese fries with like some steak on top of it. Okay. I I think the onion burger uh, could be the winner here. It's a classic. Texas Tech, you just got the lame, lame <laughs> fried, fried cheese. cheese. Man, that's that's tough. That's a tough elf. I know Tech's having a tough baseball year, but I didn't know it was that bad. Cheese fried. They, how do you not? How do you not have tortillas involved with Texas Tech? It's really simple. It's the one it's you can do fried cheese, but just do fried cheese wrapped up in a tortilla or something like that. Right. You know, like I don't know. It, that 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 seems seems like a missed opportunity there. Yeah. Uh, all right. Four zero five six five one thirty four thirty nine. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Is uh, it's off the chain right now as OU softball leads three nothing after a Grace Lions home run in the second inning. We'll keep you updated on the show rolls on. Keep it locked on the ref. From Norman to Lawton to Weatherford to Oklahoma City to Tulsa and beyond, the Ref Radio Sports Network has the Sooner State covered. And when you're Oklahoma startups, we also help them grow faster in target above average returns. And you can use your IRA for your investment, so it couldn't be easier to diversify your portfolio and support your fellow Sooners. Boyd Street Ventures, under the radar, above the crowd. Check us out at BoydStreetVentures.com. Boomer. the rush on a Friday. We're inside the Buffalo Wild Wings studios. Tyler McComas, Travis Davidson, Danny Okoye, four-star defensive lineman, is going to join us at some point, probably in the next, what do you say, 30 minutes or so? Yeah, probably be about that. It'll either okay. be the, you know, kind of maybe probably second segment of uh, our final hour. or, you okay. know. But hey, it's uh, like I said, the longer he is at this visit, the better it is. This is a player that you want to uh, a part of this class. Absolutely. He's put on a lot of good weight lately. I know uh, Rivals had him listed at like 225. He's up to 246, actually. So Not bad. Closing on 250. He's about 6'5", 6'6". Uh, this is, this is a, a big old boy. 3 nothing OU heading into the top of the third. Grace Lines goes back, 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 gone, as Chris Berman would say, to left field. Zane on the text line says, hey, I have something to consider. What is more important to championship defense, depth? Or what is more important to championship defense, depth or all-American talent? I think our depth could cause a better-than-anticipated improvement. Yeah, I think he brings up a really good point. More, more games now in college football, I might say depth uh, to that answer. Yeah, well, I, th- I think, yeah, with depth for sure, because injuries happen to everybody, right? A lot of that is just luck, you know. If you, if you stay healthy, you know you're going to be there. But um, maybe both, actually. Man, just at that top end, that all American talent. I mean, you saw it. You saw it with Georgia, man. You they got a top end player now, that can get after the quarterback or stop the run. I mean, that just changes things so dramatically for any offense that's out there. Um, if you ideally, you would have 
you you would have a nice mixture of both. A uh, c- couple of All-Americans at premium positions and some really nice depth at the other spots where you don't have All-American players. Right. Is uh, yeah. Is there a C, all of the above answer or anything like that? I know that's kind of a cop-out. Zane, but let us know if you'll include C as uh, all of the above there. That, that is our that I, I would say mostly answer. now, though, with college football, and he's because he said championship defense. College football teams are probably going to be playing more games than they ever have been before. If you're going to win a championship, I right. would say depth for sure. That's how I was talking to. I'm glad you brought up the number of games because that's what we were talking to. Gino Grissom interviewed him and was like, "Hey, what's the what's what's better, a Super Bowl or a national championship?" And he was like, "Man, Super Bowl." He's like, "Cause you just play so many games." He's like, "Especially if you're like a rookie, you're playing the preseason, and then you've got now 17 weeks, and then you've got the playoffs. It's like, good lord, that's a lot of football." Uh, let's see. You, you asked uh, individual food items that should yep, uh, go yep, down yep. to the Big Twelve to have their own. Like you, you could judge it against the the other teams in the conference. Watonga cheese curds for the win. Uh, Preston from UConn says Travis needs to try Big Low Burgers on County Line and Hefner. Okay. okay. Topher says chicken nachos from the Monts. Yeah, chicken nachos from the Monts pretty strong as well. Jesse G just says alcohol. There is a sandwich in every beer. I always <laughs> hit the old. Uh, that uh, queso uh, con carne situation they got going on at the Mont. Uh, usually every Friday before game day, you can catch me in there doing that. But no, I haven't tried the chicken nachos. Sounds like I need to. Zane says, forget it. I'll just ask the uh, chat box. Chat bot. <laughs> chat GTP. So well, he's going he's, well, he's gonna to ask there. Well, there you go. I always said uh, if, uh, if Parker and I ever have you know a show or anything like that, I want to call it chat gbt with grill boy and thune yeah yeah i'm like there you go we got it right there yeah that's a uh that's a that's a perfect show name for sure tell me what you think of this headline that i read earlier today it says college football playoff or bust for fsu you going there man they've added a ton of talent in the portal man they've done really really good job obviously they were kind of a sexy pick before that uh with the way they finished the season I don't know if it's a robust situation because you still have Clemson out there. Like, if they make it to their first New Year's Six bowl game since Jameis was on campus, I feel like that would be yeah. a success. Well, and also, like again, you've still got Dabo to go through. You've got now Riley Garrett Riley calling plays out there. They've got their quarterback. Like, let's. It's it's just funny because you know two years ago th- they were having Twitter spaces where you weren't allowed to speak unless you started with fire Mark Mike Norvell, and now they're ready to you know throw him a parade. But I, I think they got a chance to be really good. I mean, they and, will be. And, and they should be. I, I would say for them, second best in the ACC for me. Second best in the ACC. Anything less than ten wins, I think, would be labeled a little bit of a. Dis- they, they need to at least be be a ten win team this year. And you can be a ten win team and still lose to both Clemson and LSU. Now you're you're going to lose a lot of juice and you're going to have to rebound the final two months of the season and win out, but. Even in a 10-win season, you could still lose to the two toughest teams that you play and still have a nice year and be a New Year's Six Bowl team. But a lot of that talent they have now is going to be walking out there. They're going to have a ton of turnover on their roster after this year. Florida State's got to make the most out of the best roster they've had in a while. They've got to. Yeah, I think, again, dramatically improved. And I think part of it, again, is conference. I just don't think Miami's going to be very good either. I don't either. So, like, when you you start looking at kind of how that conference stacks up, I mean, obviously, you've got Drake May out in North Carolina, so you're going to have he's he'll be the best quarterback in the conference most likely, and you've got Clemson there. So, yeah, I think they're at worst third best team in the ACC, which is going to end up with ten wins. Yeah, I think this is a big year for Clemson. I thought last year was Massive a big year, year for Clemson, but they've made changes and they got 
but probably the most popular offensive coordinator hire in, in all of college football. Kendall Bryles was a nice hire for TCU, but Garrett Riley has the name and he has the national championship appearance last year. So And I and I don't think he'll be there that long. Well, I don't think he's gonna be there that long either. And yeah, I mean, Dabo's already established as the head coach, but I just want I wonder what the narrative is on Clemson if Garrett Riley goes out there and Clemson still looks very average on offense on a week-in, week-out basis with a player like Cade Klubnick. It's a big year. It's a big year for them. I don't know how Because it feels can... like they've slipped in the, in the past few years. Yeah, but, but it, I think we may have kind of swung a bit too far. The pendulum may have swung a bit too far on what we expected out of Clemson because they won those titles. And they had, you know, the Deshaun Watson, Trevor Lawrence run and all this. That, like, like, I think now it's like, oh, they've kind of slipped. But yeah, they were they were at a they were at a stratosphere that I don't think that was necessarily two sustainable. titles in three years. In I don't the think top it was program in college football. Right? Yeah, maybe not. But uh, there's they, only been one person in the last twenty years that sustained something like that, and that's Saint Nick. Yeah. We'll, so, well, we'll see if Kirby can be the we'll next one to sustain it, man. They're stacking some talent, man. They uh, we talk about championship window Jeez. all the time in pro sports and. They are clearly in their champion. Obviously, they just won the past two titles, but I'm talking about with the talent that they have this year's team. They are in a uh, championship window right yes, now. Yes, and yeah, absolutely. That's a big window. It's probably going to be a window. It's pro- that window is probably going to be open for them for a while. Windows. Now with Dylan Raiola uh, committing on Monday to Georgia, that's that window's the size of a garage door. Seriously, man. <laughs> Seriously. Hey, but they have. Hey, they're about to have to deal with us in conference. Well. They should be coming to Norman this year. They should be, Unfortunately, but... Unfortunately, they're not. The way I tell it, they chickened out. Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah the way, that's, that's, that's exactly that's right. That's the way I tell it. That's what I'm going to tell my grandkids is, yeah, we were we tried to play Georgia. Go back and check. Two outs in the top of the third. Hofstra has a runner on second base. OU leads it 3 nothing at Marita Hines Field. So, again, we'll keep you updated as the game rolls on. I don't want to jinx it, but is the radar looking uh, friendly for us to... Uh, get all five or six, or I don't think that they're going to play seven, but however many innings it takes to complete this game, are we are we looking pretty good for that to be the case since they're you well, know uh, delayed in Stillwater? My weather consultant on this has been one Paul Doobie. Oh, he's been sending dudes, the radar really? shots. Yeah, he's been sending the radar shots. So looks pretty good for right now, according to uh, our chief meteorologist, Paul Doobie. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's just – is he at the game right now? No, no, he's, we'll be going to baseball a little bit. Com, brought to you by Love Has No Labels and the Ad Council. Still 3-0 in Norman. OU softball leads it over Hofstra. 3-0 in the bottom of the third inning. Sitters at the plate. Nobody on, one outs. OU baseball looking to get even with uh, Oklahoma State to, to, uh, tonight after losing 13-2 to last night. And, you know, you're just looking to feel like you're playing really good baseball going into the Big 12 tournament because odds are very likely that you're going to have to go on the road somewhere in a regional as a three seed, hopefully as a two seed. But we'll see how tough of an assignment OU gets. You're just trying to put yourself in a similar situation as to last year. Going in, go into the Big 12 tournament, feel like you're playing good ball, play good ball there, and feel like you're playing your best ball going into a regional. And honestly, that starts with tonight, game two against Bedlam, trying to bounce back. Yeah, and, and we had been playing so well, um, you know, coming off that sweep. And, you know, we swept Texas. And it really felt like we were, 
getting our, getting in our groove, right? We remember it last year. We okay, we you know the right things have to happen. We've got to catch fire, and then we did, right? Well, with this that OSU series, man, like getting blown out like we did last night, I just feel like it's. I don't know, man. It, it it felt like a setback, but you've got another opportunity tonight. That game last night, no matter how many – I mean, we out-hit them. It was just – we just beat ourselves. We we hit batters. You know, we left a lot of runners on base. You know, we had some errors, and we just played really sloppy. But the nice thing is, Tyler, that counts as one game. No matter how many they beat us by, that counts as one game. If we win these next two – Back in, we're back in it. Crowd was uh, awesome last Crowd night. Crowd was incredible, and I think I'm gonna guess that's the same thing, uh, same case tonight as well. Yeah, I hope so. I know I'll be out there for sure. Um, it was it was frustrating. It felt a lot like um, Bedlam basketball, where that was like maybe the best crowd of the, the that maybe be even better than Alabama. Best crowd I've ever seen, and uh, best crowd I've ever seen. And all of a sudden, you know, you get blown out. Yeah. You're you're not really in the game, and 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 it stinks because. You know, you want to give those people a reason to feel like they need to come back and this needs to be the standard from now on. And Porter even touched on that. I'm sure Skip thinks the same. Uh, Danny Okoye just showed up. So it looks like we're going to uh, speak with him coming up next hour, which is going to be really fun. Trust me, OU fans, this is a player that you want. Zadavian Sims committing tomorrow at 345. OU side feels good. Oregon side feels good. None of it. Who Who should feel the best going into this thing? None of it makes any sense other than OU. He's... He's brought a lot of attention to other schools. Vanderbilt, Michigan State announced, you know, this, that, and the other. I don't think those visits happen. Oregon just feels really weird. It's 2,000 miles away. He doesn't know anybody there. You know, it's they took a ton of defensive linemen. That's one thing nobody's talking about. They took a ton of defensive linemen last class. Ten defensive linemen they signed last year. So, like, there's just a lot of factors that I think – I think Oklahoma's the pick, and I know all the crystal balls are going in. Like I said, I'll just – I'll have to eat crow if I'm wrong, but I still think I'll use the pick. I will be there in person. I am interested in Dan Lanning. In, I think he's done a nice job out there at Oregon so far, very early on. Um, did a nice job recruiting. Interested to see how long he stays out there in Eugene. I know he's a Kansas City guy, but if he's itching to get back to the SEC at all. I don't know. Uh, it, I don't it, think he leaves Oregon just for any SEC job. Like if um, it's one of the top three jobs in the SEC comes open, he'll leave. But I just I wonder how, how interested he is. He's um, the biggest it, fish in a small pound right now. I mean, obviously Lincoln Riley at USC, but, you know, it, with Dan Lanning, I feel like he's taken a little bit more seriously. He's got that championship ring. Yeah, he does as a defensive coordinator of the Georgia Bulldogs, that's for sure. OU up 5-0 on Hofstra in the bottom of the third inning. We'll continue to keep you updated on what the number one team in the land is doing in their first game of Rachel's. Sounds like we'll have four-star defensive lineman Danny Okoye coming up next in the final hour. Keep it locked on the ref. Fourteen hundred AM, KREF, Norman.